Hey guys, Carson and Caden here. Today we have some interesting subjects. Let's talk about them. So first off, uh, me and Carson were talking, just talking, and we thought, well, how much, when we're that like, it takes a lot of courage to, you know, start a startup or a podcast, in our case, or a YouTube channel in 2018, especially since 2019 now. 2019. So now since the, that space is so populated and there's so, there's so much out there. And how do you succeed? So, first of all, Carson, what's your, what's your um, view on? The thing is, is it doesn't, uh, people think like the more expensive like equipment you buy affects your, your ability to succeed. But honestly, that's not what matters. You need motivation and the drive to get what needs to be done. I agree with Carson, you know, currently, currently, you know, we're doing this podcast on a recycled plastic table, you know, <laughs> like, we, I mean, I don't care. We just wanted to get this podcast out. I mean, we wanted to do this. We wanted an outlet where we can talk and, you know, we can have our, we can voice our hey, opinion. So far, it's been successful. It's been great. I mean, I mean, yeah, and sure, we do have the higher end of equipment computer computing wise but we're doing we're filming this on a uh, $50 microphone you know on a free audio program and the results are incredible it I, it re- I mean you can get into really any business and you can survive with the bare minimum you can nowadays it wasn't always like that but you can yeah it's gonna be easier if you have the better more expensive equipment but I mean you can survive. Not the- always. What do you mean? Like, oh yeah, dude, you can survive. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, okay. We'll just cut this out and post. Yeah, because we're just talking about like, like it. I, I don't think we should like. So, uh, so um. How do, you, how do you think that bad business affects your, or how do bad business practices affect how your business image is perceived? Well, people will just like, some people even go to the extreme, like, like for instance, on YouTube, there's people who promote like bad websites, for instance, and those people- Texan kit. <laughs> Those those people receive what they were asking for when they shouted out this scandal website or whatever, and usually they get what they deserve, like all negative feedback and dropping subscribers. And yeah, stuff like that. And Carson, it, Carson is right. You know, it just it you know what goes around comes around. Karma is real, exists. Deal with it. Don't, don't mess up. And that's a, and uh, it's hot. Apple's in hot news right now. This is an issue that's been brought up many times before. But the Guardian went to Apple's Foxconn plant in China, where it, there were reports of employees jumping off of the roof, the roof of the buildings to commit suicide. 
due to the harsh working conditions and environments. So I don't know how bad a factory has to be or your your manufacturing business, how bad it has to be for, you know, your employees to jump off of a roof. And Apple's response to this wasn't like, oh, you know, we could put the bare minimum in and, you know, counsel our employees on, you know, suicide, suicide prevention and go seek a therapist. They didn't do that. Instead, they actually put up suicide nets around the building. So if you tried to jump off, the nets would catch you. And of course, this stopped most of it, but not all. I mean, you can just wait for the end of the workday, go home and shoot yourself. This is just how bad the working conditions have been. And the iPhone has been under flack for this. You know, because these people live in ghettos in China next to a you know a metal processing plant and a, you know um, an iPhone plant and just it's ridiculous and and while you know most people are oblivious to this stuff they don't do their research we do and I feel like it's something important that most people should know and and you know or instead of you know Apple realizing how bad of a situation this is and moving their operations to the US where we have better standards, it's cheaper to manufacture stuff in China, so they don't—they don't do it. So that's a, and of course, this is one of the rare cases where a, a bad business practice does not reflect your company image, because as as if um, as if Monday, January twenty-first, twenty-nineteen, Apple is worth just over a trillion dollars, making it the world's most valuable company. Dang. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's just more evidence. Um, if you respond, like, if you mess up and people respond negatively to that, the biggest thing is your response back. Most people try to reflect it and they blame it on other people or they said, like, it's hard to explain, but... It just goes to show that really if you if you respond correctly to negative feedback like admitting that what you did wrong and understanding it from the the people's point of view that can really help yeah exactly if you truly apologize mm-hmm. you truly are yeah, sorry if you, if you really mean it i think i think that's a great a great way to respond but Apple has denied the claims, except for I think I think it was like a, a confirmed three deaths, confirmed three deaths, and then many more threatened to jump off. Um, but you know Apple never really released a public statement on this. It just when the Guardian went to China and they found out for themselves how bad these conditions were. The the very uh, you know the very few amount of people that saw this is horrified. I can't even imagine what it would do to Apple's business if this leaked worldwide and everybody saw this. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I obviously don't know what it would have. I'm pretty sure stocks would just completely fall. 
and who knows about profits, but that's another subject for another time, for another episode. Um, now Carson, speaking on the subject of starting up businesses and startups, what equipment do you think you need? Because we said that we you can get by on the bare minimum. Yeah, you what, can. What do you recommend? Well, see, so what we have for our simple setup is we just have one table and a couple wooden two chairs. chairs. Um, we just have, we both have a laptop, some monitors, and then we have a mic for our podcast. And that's, you don't really even need that. All you would really need is like, to start a podcast, all you technically need is like one computer to edit and stuff. Yep, we just, just a lap, laptop and a microphone. We just have it for convenience purposes. Yeah, just because we already both own these items, but if you're starting out fresh, you know, you just want, you know, you just want something for yourself, the exact equipment that we're using right now is a MacBook Air, a um, HP Pavilion laptop, a couple of monitors, and the, um, the Blue Snowball Ice microphone. Which I mean, which is great. I mean, all these—I mean, all this stuff, especially our laptops, are on the premium side. But the microphone is only sixty bucks, and we, ha- yeah, we have a couple of other computers and tablets and stuff lying around. But that's just for—that's just to enhance, you know, the whole experience and try to pump up better quality. And to be completely honest, it's less about the equipment and it's more about the attitude you have about succeeding exactly i mean for youtube you need like a camera and stuff but you have to be brave enough to put those videos out on the internet and actually try instead of just making cheap 13 second videos exactly yeah you gotta learn the software you gotta it takes dedication and motivation especially so yeah all right anyway we're gonna edit it we're gonna edit this out in post um so Carson, I guess what time it is? Tech news. Tech news time. Tech news. All right. Okay, here we go. everybody. All right, Carson. So I believe you have something on the first multiplayer game to ever have existed. This is this is old news. Very old news. Like 1996 news. And side note, before Carson gets into this, stop saying that you're a 90s kid. Okay. No one does that anymore. It's, about, it's like saying you're a 60s kid or a 40s kid. Nobody cares. Thank you. Continue. 80s person. kid. 1880s. An 1880s kid. <coughs> um, but, so this is pretty old news, but no one really knew about this. I've done some research on it, and this is actually real. But the first, like, multiplayer game ever, not like split screen, but like over distance game was actually on the Nintendo 64 and there's just one I can't remember what it was exactly um but it was it was only you can only get it in Japan but if you know what a Nintendo 64 cartridge looks like it's just kind of like a little rectangle and it's just rounded at the top well at the top there's um a plug-in for a phone line you, if you would plug that into your phone line, you were able to call up this certain service and it would connect you to other players across Japan. 
It's like some like board game based game, but no one really knows about it, but it exists. And yeah. That's that's interesting. So it's just like a dial-up modem. Yeah, you just plug it into your phone pretty much and you just dial it up and more. you're connected to some player somewhere. That's crazy. That's awesome. Um oh yeah, apparently Windows 7 has one year to live. And when me and Carson say one year to live, we mean in one year um, Microsoft will be cutting all of the security updates and packages to Windows 7. So it's the, it's the end of an era. It's sad. I like Windows 7. Like, most of me and my friends, like, we just grew up on Windows 7. Like, Windows 10 is cool and all, but if you want that that real homey feeling to like Windows, you gotta use Windows 7. Exactly, I think Windows 7, when people think of Windows, I think they think of Windows 7. Yep. Or Windows XP, honestly. But when we mean one year to live, like you could still use Windows 7 after the security updates are cut, except it'd be like the purge and you probably get hacked a lot. You probably wouldn't wanna connect to the internet and most likely you'd want um even if anything you also want a an antivirus yeah you got to keep protection first so take use um don't take for granted your windows 7 time while you still have it yes and other news um CES was this uh this month or the consumer electronics show Basically, the largest electronic show on planet Earth. So, here's some highlights. So, major corporations such as Verizon and AT&T have announced that they will be focusing resources on a 5G network in 2019 and expected to launch in 2019 or in 2020. So, that's pretty exciting. And at first, it will only be available in cities or major metropolitan areas. It will not be available out in the country like 4G is now. Like we we just got to the point where 4G was is pretty much available everywhere. The Galaxy S10 is launching February 20th, teasing incredibly small bezels and even a glass to glass display. Samsung has, um, Samsung and LG both have, um, showed off concept TVs where they're as thin as paper, they're translucent, and they can roll up and split into different sections. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested in that, there's that. Um, last thing is Audi, Ford, and other car brands are incorporating Amazon's Alexa Apple Siri and Google's Google Assistant into the cars so you can remotely control. That is useful. I know. Temperature, uh, you know, maybe you want to feed your dog or turn on the lights, whatever. That's coming. So, so, yeah. There's that. <laughs> yeah. That's your tech news. Oh. Alright, Carson. It's tech tips. Tech tips time. What do you have for us? So, 
for Android tips, this could be, um, I think you can get Google Photos on iOS too, right? Yes, that is correct. So, technically, this is like any Google Photos, any device that you could use Google Photos on. Um, this is quite useful, but people sometimes don't know this, but on Google Photos, you can, it's just a backup space for your, to back up your photos. You have unlimited room for photos 16 megapixels and under, or videos 180p and under. So if you go above that, you have just 15 gigabytes, but you have unlimited storage for any other than that. Oh, really? Is it just, and it's just in the cloud, I'm guessing? Yeah. That's... And you can re-download anything you upload. And there's even a program that allows you to, once your photos are backed up, it allows you to delete them if you don't have enough storage to take more, for instance. That's great. Yeah, thank you for that. Now, on the Apple side of things... If um, you need to sw- I said this last episode with the iPhone, it's practically the same with the Mac. But if you just swipe your hand across the trackpad, you can instantly switch between apps or windows, or side-by-side apps open. If you need to quickly change. That's a useful tool. Exactly. Um, there's also, this is an iPhone. If anyone has a, an iPhone 6 Plus or 6S Plus, and our success and above then if you go to your control center and you hold down on an icon you can actually get more functionality you can expand and get more functionality on that icon so there's your uh, there's your tech tips now here's Carson Hunter with meme talk meme talk time but anyway Yet again, this week we were not able to find any good memes. Everything is dead. So instead, we went to a fun website where called The Funniest Memes of 2019. Yes, 2019. That's this year, guys. The first meme on the thing is Tide Pods. First of all, Tide Pods was never a meme meme it was actually a challenge it was and a deadly challenge really sick off of it and stuff it was never a meme and second of all that was 2018 and this page is titled the funniest memes of 2019 so obviously they just they wrote it in 2018 but then they came back when the new year hit and changed the title to 2019 thinking that the memes were not to die so basically the writer of this um, which website is it? Um, it's called The Funniest Memes of 2019. Wow, so the writer of this page obviously does not understand memes. It's just an article, but we will not, we won't, um, say the name of the actual website. Out of respect, case. out of respect. Yeah, because we feel bad for them. <laughs> Second yes. meme on this list is, um... Ugandan Knuckles, number one meme. This was, I mean, this is, I mean, just to give you guys some context, Ugandan, the Ugandan Knuckles meme was, was like pushing, you know, like, I mean, this was like, Ugandan Knuckles first show up, showed up around December of 2017. 
and then worked its way in 2018. That's over a year ago. Yeah. Um, and we thought this meme was completely dead, and we were kind of glad about that. We thought it was gone completely, but nope, it's back. Well, nope, it's not back. It's not back. It's just on this website. But it happened back. Nope, I haven't seen anything on Ugandan Nipples for months, so... Alright, is that it? Yep, I think that's it for today. Alright, folks, this is Katie and Carson signing off. Thank you.